Welcome to the I Tell the Truth Even When I Lie podcast, where black leadership and black entrepreneurship is encouraged and being unapologetically Afro-Latino is authorized with your host, Luis Martinez. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the I Tell the Truth Even When I Lie podcast with your host, Luis Martinez. Um, I know I haven't uh, posted a podcast in a while. Um, things have been very busy, and I want to give you guys an update on what I've been up to. So, first of all, um, I'm actually having my own event. Um, it's called The Psychology of the Black Entrepreneur. It's going to be on June 2nd. It's going to be at the Collective Impact Center in Normal Heights slash North Park area. Um, it's going to be basically about how we're going to come together and create an entrepreneurial infrastructure for people of color here in San Diego. Um, we have a lot of um, people of color that are leaders here in the local San Diego area where I'm at. But, however, a lot of them are cookie cutters. A lot of them are, you know, they want to play it safe or, you know, they cater to all audiences. And, you know, I welcome everyone. But um, this event, this, what I'm about is about the empowerment of our people. Um, black people of all nations, um, you know, including Hispanic um, European, like people forget that there are black people that are from Europe. There are black people that are from Latin America, like myself. Um, I'm from Honduras. So, you know, we want to give black people all over the love and, um, we want them to come check out our event. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, I'm going to talk about what <clears throat> integration really did to the black community. Um, we're going to talk about how the media perception of black America plays a role and how others see us and, you know, most importantly, how we see ourselves. Um, but most importantly, we're going to have an open discussion on why there isn't uh, infrastructure for us here in San Diego and the things that we can do to actually create one. You know, um, it's not that difficult. It's not that hard. It's just getting everybody on the same wavelength and mindset. That's the most difficult part. So, um I look forward to everyone coming coming to that and um, just going from there and building and building and building and creating connections and creating friendships and, you know, just us bonding together as one. Um, that would be much better than us doing things on our own and expecting change. So um, just talk about that. Another thing that I'm involved with is Startup San Diego. Um, I'm actually the uh, track lead for the diversity and inclusion track. Um, for this year's startup week, which will be the week of June 25th. Um, I'm going to have Black San Diego come down and talk about how they build their Facebook page. Um, I'm also going to have um, Tamara Hill and Shamrock Peterson on the panel to talk about diversity in media startups and, you know, how did they get started and what were the trials and tribulations that um, occurred while starting their own businesses and starting their corporations and working in Hollywood. Um, they both are in the Hollywood industry. Um, they know a lot of people. They dealt with all people from all walks of life and kind of want to get their insight on that. So that should be real interesting. Um, so <clears throat> now for other news, um, I actually started a new, um, I'm, I'm on my way from to be starting a new, um, I guess, startup. Um, it's going to be called Melon Mentor. It's basically going to be an online portal for uh, minority, well, black authors and, um, you know, we want to have positive, positive, positive um, mentors and leaders, you know, online. You know, like I said, there's too many times where um, we have a negative depiction of black men in the media. You know, we're all not 
thugs and killers and drug dealers. And, you know, if we're not doing that, then, you know, they're showing us, you know, shooting a basketball or playing sports or, or entertainment of some sort. So, um, and I speak as a former professional basketball player that, you know, that's what a lot of them do look forward to. You know, they want us to, you know, be entertainers or be sports stars of whatever a sport that we play and want us to be quiet about the social and economic issues that plague our communities in which we come from. So, um, most of us don't really care. And some of us that actually take that step forward and actually care and actually implement things in their life to, to mimic that, you know, we have too many Facebook warriors and, you know, but I'll get into that in a second. So I also have another startup that I'm working with. Hopefully that goes through. Um, it's actually called, um, easy grant. And so I'm, you know, me and several other people are, um, discussing ways that we can build this, um, profile. I can't really say too much about it, but I will say that, um, if everything comes into fruition, that it's going to be a force to reckon with. And right now that's, you know, the kinks of it is being worked out and, you know, we're trying to do several things before we can, um, actually pitch to investors. So, um, look out for that in the near future when I, um, talk about that. So <clears throat> I want to have a message for everyone. Um, so recently I've been, and this is going to happen to any black person that's trying to um, go up the ladder. And I kind of want to address this here because I think it's a serious problem that um, people not necessarily talk about. And I kind of want to address. So I want to talk about trust in the black community when it comes to actually business. Um, recently, I was in a situation business-wise where um, someone, I guess, they didn't, they didn't trust, you know, the situation was going to play itself out. And so, you know, they kind of went, you know, talking to, you know, this white person, that white person, you know, people who were behind the scenes, I guess, or whatever the case may be. And they were, their, their trust factor was lacking. And so this made me think about, um, what we as black people need to understand about ourselves, about trusting other black peoples in business, you know, and we have to come to a place where not everyone is scamming. Not everyone is, um, out to get you or, you know, just shyster and let's keep it real. Like that's usually the, um, I guess the stereotype that's, that's out there. And, you know, that's one of the things that I'm trying to negate, you know, uh, we all are for the most part entrepreneurs that I roll with and, you know, business people. And so, you know, I, at least I pride myself in conducting myself with the utmost respect and dignity and integrity. I think that's um, very important, you know, especially me as a black man, um, integrity is, is vital. You know, that's, that's really all I have, you know? So, um, <clears throat> just want to make sure that we understand that we have to start trusting each other in business. You know, if I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. If I say I'm going to, you know, bill you this, how much money then I, I, I want to be accountable for that, you know, and I want you to hold people accountable for that. So we need to hold each other accountable. There's too many times where we're not trusting each other and we need to start trusting each other. Um, that's just point blank. Um, and also, don't let nobody discourage you. 
for you um, aspiring entrepreneurs or people who want to do something different or they want to change careers, don't let nobody talk you off that ledge. Because a lot of times the people that are talking you off the ledge, you know, they don't know. They don't know your passion. They don't know, you know, you can talk to them all day about, you know, why this is good for you and this is your passion, but they're still going to have that corporate mindset. So, you know, just recently, you know, someone was talking to me about, you know, you know maybe your passion can be misunderstood for um, being angry. And of course, that can be code for angry black man or whatever the case may be. But it's not necessarily that I'm angry. It's just more of a passion thing. I'm very passionate about the work that I'm doing, you know, about bringing um, leadership and, you know, entrepreneurship into the black community, you know, I have friends back home. I have, you know, people that I grew up with that's either no longer here or, you know, they stuck out there in the wilderness in the jungle of New York City trying to find their way because they don't know any better. And so I know I know better, you know. Of course, I tried to bring people along, but, you know, as they say, you can only, you know, bring the water, you know, you can't make them drink it. So, um that's just, you know, what it is. And I fight for them even though they may not be fighting for me or they may not be thinking about me. I'm fighting for them. I'm doing this for them because they're the voiceless. And there's many thousands of the more uh, black men and women that are voiceless that I'm fighting for, you know? A lot of people don't even know the things that I'm going through to even get to a place to... um you know, bring all of these events to you, you know, because I feel like it's important to our people and not to be complaining and bitching and moaning about it. But, you know, there are some things in the background that y'all don't see that, that I have to go through, you know, I have to go through those microaggressions, you know, there's people out there that don't want to see me win. Like, you know what I mean? They don't want to see us win rather, you know what I mean? So they rather, you know, be on the side or be in the background. But the minute you go on the forefront and you, you know you challenge ideas and you challenge you know the standard norm or you know they it's it's an issue and you know they may try to black blackball you you know who knows but you can't care about that you can't care about what people think you know respect and integrity goes a long way you know I don't want to be liked it's cool to be liked don't get me wrong but I'd rather be respected and say he has integrity. That's just me. If you tell me I have integrity and you tell me I respect I respect you, then that's all I need. And I'll be very grateful and I'm very humbled to be respected, you know, and, you know, held to a certain type of integrity. But, you know, other than that, don't let nobody discourage you. You know, I have people talk me down. Why are you doing this? You should chill out, you know. You know, your, your light should be dimmer. You know, you, you got to chill with that sometimes. He's like, no, I don't want to fucking chill. Like, we've been chilling for how many years? 400 years? Not for that chilling shit. You know? And, and a lot of cookie cutters and, uh, you know, you have a lot of um, people that are doing, um, trying to bring that to the community, but they want to do it in a very, you know, subtle way. And sometimes... 
you got to have a different approach. Sometimes someone with a different angle works. You know what I mean? I'm f- I'm from the East Coast. I'm from Brooklyn. So if you already know, we got different ways of going about things. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm going to be abrasive, but I am saying that um, I'm going to let my voice be heard. And I'm going to let my comments and my feelings be known. You know? So for all you cookie cutters out there, I mean, hey, more power to you. God bless you and good luck. So, so I want to talk about one more thing before I get up out of here real quick. Um, so I want to talk about this Donald Glover situation that everyone's talking about. And for those that don't know, um, Donald Glover, he had a new video, This Is America, and the video depicted imagery of some of the things that's wrong with America when it comes to dealing with African Americans and people of color, um, because black Latinos and Afro Latinos are included in all of this equation. So, um, there was some imagery with that. And, um, a lot of people were like, yeah, you know, good job, blah, blah, blah. But then it comes out that, you know, he has a white girlfriend or he's married to her. I don't know, um, the exact, um, type of relationship they have as far as um, the woman being her girlfriend or wife. I don't know. Um, I believe they have a child together. I'm not sure. I did see him with a child with her, but it could be hers. It could be both of them. I don't know. Um, I don't want to speak out of turn. So, um, but nevertheless, that's his woman. And a lot of black women had a very, uh, and men, um, the Hoteps, they, you know, they had a serious issue with that. And, you know, I, I'm kind of, um, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, I don't know if you can be pro-black, but still, you know, have a significant other of another race. Um, I don't know. Um, that's a, that's a, I have to really, I can understand, well, you're, you're preaching pro-black, you're talking about, especially when it comes to disrespecting our women, you know, I could definitely, I could definitely get why women, black women would feel that way. Cause it's like, why are you talking about protecting us? You know, you're not going to stand for, you know, other people disrespecting our black women, but then you turn around and then you, you date a white woman. Like that's, that's a, that's a perfectly logical, um, argument. Like that's not, you know, that's not debatable. Like that, if, if, if someone is doing that, then you have the right to ask that question about that individual, especially if they're in a public forum talking about they're very pro-black. So I think that's a valid, um, point. That's a valid question. And that's not out of bounds. So, um, and, but also I think it depends on the spouse because the spouse, he or she has to be aligned with that. So if they're an advocate and they're standing by their significant other and and also have that belief in, um, they can also sympathize with the trials and tribulations that we go through, then it might be okay. I don't know. 
But then you have the Hoteps and you have the the keyboard warriors who want to go online and say, no, you can't do that. You know, she, she has to be black or he has to be black. And it's like, so that negates the fact that you're black. How about just being proud of, you know, the person actually being conscious enough to know that they're black. Cause there's a lot of black people that they're just black because they were born that way. They're not consciously black. And you know, Maybe that's pinning one group of black people versus another, but it's facts. You know, you have black people walking around with that colonized mindset, you know, thinking that white people are going to come save them. And it's cool. And like I said, this is not a racist thing. I love, I love, I have white friends, you know, or white colleagues rather. I'm not going to say friends. I have colleagues and they all respect me to, I guess, to an extent. You know, but I tell all of them, hey, I'm for us by us always, you know, and if you have a problem with that, then that's on you. Then, hey, you don't got to deal with me. I, I'm not going to lose any sleep. So, but um, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm, a, I'm I don't know how I feel about that. Um, that's a that's a very tough call. You know, it's kind of like when someone asked me about. Um, you know, well, how do you feel about, and I'm not going to say his name because he's, he's very prominent in the community, but he asked me, he said, how would you feel if, you know, you're talking, you're telling me about your pro man, black man, and you know, you believe the black man is the key to holding a, a tight family knit, but then, you know, you're okay with, um, a black woman that's raising her children you know, with a partner that's a woman. And it's like, it's like, well, it's kind of oh, one of those things where it's like, uh, I don't know, you know? So I understand a lot of men's argument that says, well, how can I preach pro man and say, talk about, we got to preserve the back family, but then I'm okay with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So there, there is a conflict, you know, and not saying that it's right or wrong. So I'm not, I'm not, this is not that kind of debate, but people are, are wondering, you know, and me personally, I just don't know. Like, so I'm not going to say either or I just don't know. It's, it's very hard for me to say, well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pro man. I want, you know, we got to get our men in order, but then that it's just, I don't know, you know? And it's just like, you know, can a black man be pro black and, you know, date a white woman. It's just one of them things where it's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's a legitimate argument for black women or and black men to kind of question that. Like, how can you be preaching all this, but you have a white woman? Like, so does that negate anything? Like, I don't know. So, um, very, very difficult conversations. You know, I don't have an answer for neither. Like, um, me personally, um, I would feel uncomfortable, um, preaching, you know, respect our women, respect this. And then I turn around and then, um, I date a, you know, a white woman. Like I, I wouldn't, I mean, I, yeah, I would feel some kind of way about that. I mean, obviously I'll be making a decision, so I can't feel some kind of way about that, but 
I would I would feel some kind of way projecting that image out to the public, and you know, I don't know, you know, because I can say that shit and then, you know what I mean? Weird things have happened in life, so I don't know. That's a very difficult question. Um, when I post this, uh, I would love to hear people's opinions about it to make me sway one way or the other. Um, it's just very difficult, you know. I don't know personally how a, a prominent civil rights let me not say civil rights let me not say that but a prominent pro-black individual can preach that stuff and then still like say hey you know here's my wife you know Becky and I don't know it's just that's just very foreign to me you know so this is one of those things that's up in the air so I want to thank you guys for, you know, one more time, uh, being with me here. Um, I have to start posting more episodes. I've been so busy with all this stuff going on with, you know, all my startups and, you know, all of my, um, obligations that I have to the entrepreneurship community here in San Diego. And, um, as soon as June, the last week of June comes, um, it's going to be easy day and I'm going to be posting a lot more. So, um, look forward to the next episode. Um, hopefully we can have some guests on here and, um, I'm working on that and then hopefully everything's a go. So, um, thank you guys again for tuning in. I tell the truth even when I lie. Um, if anything else comes up, any prominent news as far as, um, the black community is concerned that I feel that we need to talk about, I will have an emergency podcast on it and I will express my opinion and concerns about that very topic. So thanks guys and have a good one. Peace.